Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Hey guys, I'm Jasmine. A registered dental hygienist. There's my teeth. Traveler, fashionista. Ooh la la. When she's not helping people with their smile, she's making them smile. <laughs> Enlightening, honest, funny. I'm a cheese head, duh. This is Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra, and you're listening to her podcast. You guys are here with Jasmine, aka Jess Flossett. Thanks for tuning in to my latest podcast. As promised to you through my Instagram, I asked you guys to send in a few questions or topics that you'd like for me to discuss through my podcast. And so many of you guys did. And I cannot wait to share my responses. Again, this is just from my personal experience. This is not word verbatim what you have to do by any means this is just something that really worked for me Um, if you don't like the tips you do not have to follow them (laughs) all right so before I go and dive right into these questions I wanted to give you guys a little puppy update if you don't know I just recently got a puppy with my husband he is a labradoodle and his name is Theodore Roosevelt Capra I know super extra but he is the cutest little thing and I if you guys want to tune into my stories I share with you guys every day his journey to being a grown-up little boy he's growing up so fast i'm trying to soak in every single minute and i've just enjoyed having a puppy around he is a shit ton of work but oh he just makes life that much better and i love being his mama bear all right so without further ado let's jump right into these questions so that y'all can get some answers all right okay So I received a whole bunch of questions and I guess I'll just start picking random ones. Um, All right. So is it Anne RDRZ underscore 17 said, what's your procedure sequence? Well, that's a great question. It really varies from person to person, but something that really works for, let's just say you open the mouth and immediately you see that a patient has heavy plaque all over the teeth. I generally like to start with polishing. It sounds really weird. And if your patient gives you a hard time about it, just say, hey, there is no proper time or order that you have to do polishing in. It's just been normalized that polishing is done at the end, but just because it's done in the very beginning does not make anything wrong with it. I personally love starting with that because you remove stain, plaque, or anything that can just make your job a little bit easier. Then I follow up with the Cavitron or Piezo, whatever is your choice. And then if they still have a little bit more plaque left or uh, staining, then I follow up with selective polishing at the end just to make them feel a little bit extra special and of course, I forgot about instrumentation right after Cavitroning or Piezo. I love touching up with my instruments. I have a few favorite go-tos, which are the Nevi 3 or 4 from Hugh Freedy. The anterior sickle scaler is one of my favorites as well, along with the 1314. It just gets the buckles and the straight facials of any anteriors or posteriors really well. I absolutely love going towards those. And of course, the universal. Who can forget about the universal? So that's kind of my sequence and I finish up with flossing, 
With patience, I love to use the 273-yard spool of cocoa floss. If you have never tried cocoa floss, they have a um, couple different scents that you can choose from. My personal favorite is the mint flavor because I feel like that's a general flavor scent that every person patient could like and if you have never tried cocoa floss i have a 20 percent off discount code for y'all it's just floss it 20 and you can try some cocoa floss out it's one of my favorite flosses in the entire world and i'm not just saying that because i work hand in hand with them i am speaking the truth and it is a game changer it truly doesn't glide right over the plaque I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but I feel like sometimes Glide or other flosses out there will literally just bounce right over the plaque. And it's like you didn't even do anything. Even if you're doing the C-shape method or the correct method, it still just doesn't work. Mage, D-A-K-N, Maheta, I think that's how you pronounce it, said, any recommendations on finding patients for school? I'm stressing out about that. Oh boy, that stress never goes away, unfortunately, regardless of what you do. But something that really helped alleviate that stress and helped me find several of my patients without much trouble was volunteering at my local free dental clinic. Now, I was able to find board patients for my classmates, board patients for myself, and I was able to find several codes that met my requirements through that, and I also helped a lot of my classmates through that clinic as well. It required me to volunteer some of my hours a few times a month, but honestly, I didn't mind because uh, they cannot clean every single person that they see unfortunately because they just don't have another enough volunteering hygienist to clean teeth or dentist so those patients are just kind of a pot that sit there and they have no idea that programs like dental hygiene programs are available for these types of patients so definitely try that Another way that I found my patients, which unfortunately really isn't available right now, is through swap meets. Um, swap meets are were a local event that was held in my county, and you can go there and shop outside with kind of like a flea market. And so they allowed students to go there and find student uh, patients. Uh, the third option was friends. I used a lot of my girlfriend's boyfriends <laughs> or just friends of friends. I kept just stressing it to a lot of my friends on Facebook and Instagram, just showing as much as I could the work that I do. And in the very beginning, I will say people are a little bit hesitant because they don't want you to see their mouths. They're a little bit nervous, which I don't, mm, I could see why they are, but just keep reaching, reaching out to people, showing them what you do, maybe before and afters. That really, really helps. All right. Best board review. This was asked by McClung Kimberly. That's a great question. So one of my favorite board reviews was Dental Hygiene Seminar. It's a purple book. I believe it cost about $350 for the whole seminar. It was a three-day a weekend-long event where several speakers spoke on each different topic. 
It was a book that I believe was about 300 pages long, and it broke down each subject in very basic, basic terminology, and it just made it so much easier to attack studying for the boards. What I did was I reviewed um, each section, uh, took me about one to two days, and I would highlight, um, underscore, and then talk about it out loud to my husband or to nobody, for the most part was nobody. And this board review book literally became my Bible. We really didn't have an option as a class. It was presented to us like, you guys sign up for this today. Here's the link. Good luck. And I will say that I was a little bit sticker shocked. Um, I am not partnered with Dental Hygiene Seminar by any means. But what I will say is that our entire class of 16 girls did pass with flying colors. And so did the previous classes. So yes, it's a little bit steep. But I can without a doubt say that you are almost guaranteed to pass by using that dental hygiene seminar book. It was really great guidance. I didn't feel lost and nor did I feel like the exam itself was quite far off from the book. I felt so prepared when I was taking the exam and when I look back at it, I feel like preparing two to three months in advance was perfect for that. Jordan C. Duncan said, can I get a B in organic chemistry and not freak out about getting in? (laughs) You absolutely can. I will admit something to you guys if you haven't been following me or maybe you have been and you know that I actually got a couple different C's in some of my prerequisite courses. And from what I can remember, I got a C in microbiology, biology, and I believe physiology, but I'm not 100% sure on that third class. So I did get some C's. And as a matter of fact, my counselor, when I went to go meet up with the dental hygiene program counselor, he was very knowledgeable of the program. He actually saw, I'll never forget this day, he saw my, my grades And he was like, you're just not going to get in. There's no way they're going to allow you to get in with these C's. You have to have a 3.0 or greater. And it's very competitive. And he was like, let me print you out a form of other colleges or universities. Actually, he said private universities that offer the program so that you can get in and you don't have to fight other students because I just don't see how you're going to get in. I'm a walking, living like person that proves that that theory or what they say is not true. Um, Don't put yourself in that box. Everybody messes up in one point in their life. There is people, I will say, that have straight A's and that is freaking awesome and I'm so incredibly proud of you. But the normal Joe Schmo person, it is human to make mistakes. It is human to not be perfect and I was that person. I worked full time. I had to pay for my classes out of my own pocket. So paying my own way was really difficult at times to maintain a good grade point average, work full time and pay for like my daily bills of life. So you are not wrong, Jordan. You go get it. You are going to be just fine. She also asked what best things to have in your letters of recommendation to get into RDH school. So the letters of recommendation that I have was from the clinic that I volunteered at. 
the free local dental hygiene clinic, as well as from a couple different dentists that I personally worked uh, with. So for instance, I asked to volunteer at a dentist that I had been going to for 25 years of my life, 20, 20 to 25 years of my life. So he gave me the okay. I went in, shouted a couple times, and he gave me a letter of recommendation. Those two are great great letters to receive. I would definitely try those. And if not, maybe you were a part of a club or someone knows you from your work history. Those are great letters of recommendation as well. You guys want me to talk about my friends, family, or love life. I have been married for whew, since 2015, October of 2015. And I met my husband at Trader Joe's while I was shopping for some shaving cream, and I am so in love with him. We do fight from time to time over stupid things, but (laughs) he is the best partner I could ask for. He is the person behind Just Floss It. It is not just me. He's the person that creates my videos, puts up my podcasts, does my websites, makes my social media kits. He is the guy behind it all, and I just love him so freaking much and I wish we would have met sooner so I could love him that much longer and I know I'm getting all mushy gushy but it's the damn truth and I absolutely love him to death. MJ Barajas underscore Ezo said do you recommend a two-year or a four-year dental hygiene program and why? Wow I love this question because I get asked this all the time and I I wish like I'm going to send them this podcast so that they can hear this question because it's so hard to write it in a message to 50 to 100 people that write me on a daily basis. So here it goes. And I hope this answers your question clearly. I personally went to a community college for everything. I finished my prerequisites at my community college and I attended my dental hygiene program as well at at a community college. And I do not regret it one bit. And I will repeat that. I do not regret only getting an associate's and only going to a two-year dental hygiene program. Why? I walked out of my program debt-free. I know other students weren't as fortunate to do that, and that is because I saved up a lot of money prior to going into the program. I was very strict on myself. I really didn't go out much, and I made sure that I wasn't living out of my means. And I know that a couple other of my classmates walked out $30,000 in debt, which really is not that bad. And you could pay it off very quickly just going to a community college. There's so many opportunities in a community college to get scholarships, to get grants, to get FAFSA at a very low, low interest rate. Now, the downfalls of only having an associate is that if you choose to become a professor, a dean of a program, or maybe you want to be a representative for a dental company like Philips Sonicare or Oral-B or Waterpik, then most of the time those types of positions require higher education like bachelor's or master's. But I will say for being a representative for a dental company, you don't necessarily have to have a bachelor's degree. Look at me. I have an associate's. I'm doing just fine. As far as pay, it does not affect your pay as a dental hygienist. 
if you are only a clinician. And I don't mean only like a bad thing. I'm just saying that if you choose to only be a dental hygienist, having a an associate's versus a bachelor's does not affect your pay. So, in my personal humble opinion, if you decide to stick to only being a clinician, I'd highly recommend going to a two-year program. It's less money. You'll walk out owing little to nothing and you're going to get the same position as any other hygienist. I've never had to fight for a position ever as a since two and a half years of being a dental hygienist. Smile underscore dental underscore village said, what are some things that I should know before dental hygiene school? It's hard to answer because there's many things that you should know. There are many things you should know prior to entering the program. And I'll begin by saying, if you thought that your prerequisites were difficult or you struggled with those, dental hygiene program is a whole nother beast. It They throw at you so many exams, so much homework, and so many assignments all at once to study for. Your complete life is absorbed by dental hygiene, dental hygiene, dental hygiene. And you basically have no life for almost two years. It varies from person to person. Some people handle stress a little bit differently. However, I will say for a majority of my classmates, I would say about 95% of them, we were all freaking out and running around like chickens with our heads cut off. It is a strenuous program. It is not easy by any means. You are put under so much stress. And when I say stress, it is to a level that I have never been tested on. And I wish I could fluff it a little bit and steer you guys in a different direction, but that is the God honest truth from my experience. I did not find it easy. I found the first semester to be horrible. I hated first semester. I didn't even know if I was going to pass oral biology and somehow I made it out alive. And then you go into second and third where you have to find patience on top of studying for your exams, passing them, and completing all your assignments. And these patients may not even show up to your dental appointments. It's just... Uh, it's painful. (laughs) So, know that before you enter the program, live your best life. People always ask me, how can I prepare? How can I, what should I do before? What should I study? And the best advice that I have is don't do anything to prepare. Go live your life because your life is about to change. Go live your best life. I will say that over and over again. (laughs) Mia MG said, favorite loops brand. My school had uh, Q-Optics and Oroscoptic come in and I cannot decide. So with my program, they offered my class Q-Optics. Unfortunately, a lot of them broke for some odd reason. Um, I personally had an older pair that was passed down to me from my father. So I used those because I didn't have a lot of money. So I was able to use those until they broke going into uh, my first year as a registered dental hygienist. So far, I have tried Rose, I think it's called Rose brand um, loops. They were great. They got me through two and a half years of a dental hygienist. And obviously they, they did more because they helped my father and they're affordable. 
I think they run about 500 to 1,000, where the higher-end brands could run 1,500 to 3,000, depending on what types of things you get added onto your loops. Currently, I own a pair of Designs for Vision. I, in the beginning of starting Just Floss It, I linked up with Designs for Vision and they gave me a pair of their loops, which I have absolutely loved. They're stylish. They look very similar to Ray-Bans, which I absolutely love. I find that they're very durable and that they are also very affordable. I love the light on my designs for vision. I don't even use the overhead light anymore. I strictly just stick to that. You'll find that if you're practicing as a hygienist, it gets very demanding on your shoulder and arm. So even like reaching up for the light constantly kind of wears down on your shoulder and your arm. So having a great light, especially like an HD or one that you don't have to touch, uh, is really, really helpful. So I've personally really have loved my designs for vision, but I've heard amazing things about oroscoptic loops as well. Ratasha Moon said, is dentistry worth it? I absolutely think dentistry is worth every pain I suffered <laughs> before, during, and after hygiene. I find it so rewarding when you see a patient that comes in and they are so scared of, in their boots to have a dental cleaning, they probably had a horrible experience as a child and you change that person's perspective on dentistry and they come back in with changed oral hygiene, their gums look healthy, you were removed tartar and you did the most beautiful epic job on this mouth to make it look impeccable you just can't help but smile and say, all this is so worth it. It is so rewarding. And a person just, you're giving them a gift that is priceless. And to me, that's self-confidence. People depend heavily on their smile. And a smile is the first thing without COVID-19 masks. The first thing that people see and recognize and that stands out to people is your smile. And when people aren't confident or their smile or they have bad breath or bleeding gums, puffy gums, whatever it may be, they just aren't the happiest in their life that they really could be. And I find that we are one of the very few professions that can give a person that self-confidence. So is dentistry worth it? 110% without a doubt, I would say. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, guys, so that is it for today. I just wanted to cover a few different topics to help you guys out. I will be doing a part two that'll be reviewing more things to help you guys in school. But before I leave, I wanted to tell you guys um, I had an amazing trip with my husband. He surprised me for my 30th birthday to a trip. I had no idea that he contacted my dentist, both of them, Dr. Lindbergh and Dr. Kapadia, and he took his time and basically contacted my doctors through their emails and requested like 10 days off for me without me knowing. If you know like what it's like being a dental hygienist, it is so hard <laughs> to get time off and they all pulled it off. I had no idea. Paul basically watched me wake up in the morning, get dressed, 
I went to go eat some breakfast and he told me what, he asked me, what was I doing? He was like, uh, you don't have work today. And I was so confused. I was like, yes, I do. What are you talking about? He said, no, you don't actually pack your bags. We're leaving in an hour to go on a plane and we are going to go visit a state. I had no idea that he had planned three different states within this trip to visit that I had never been to. One being Tennessee, second Texas, and third Idaho. I have to say for all the Tennessee people, I am so jealous. Tennessee stole my heart. I love, loved, I just loved it so much. It had so much character anywhere that you drove. The people had so much respect towards each other. They called each other sir, ma'am. I loved the accents, not to mention those were my favorite. I need to definitely dial in on that and master that accent, which I will one day, but I have mastered y'all. So I added that to my vocabulary to use on a daily basis. (laughs) But Paul did an impeccable job of planning this trip and I will forever remember my 30th birthday. I had no expectations because COVID-19 obviously put a damper on that and I'm okay with that. But he gave me the most memorable 30th birthday that I could ever ask for and not... and to follow it up with getting Theodore the day we came home. It just put a big red bow on, sealed it for me, and I couldn't be happier to turn 30, to celebrate it with you guys, and to have another year with you guys just celebrating us as hygienists, students, or maybe just thinking about the career, or also maybe you're just a normal human and you want to be my friend. I'm totally fine with that. But until next week, I want to say I hope you guys have a great week and I hope these questions or these answers to your questions helped you out a little bit. Have a great week. I love you guys so much. And until next time, deuces. (laughs) Enlightening, honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at justflossit.com and follow her on Instagram and TikTok at justflossit. Thanks for listening.